something Matrix related would be cool. Instead of Johnny Mnemonic. As opposed for ExpressVPN. Can we. Adam, can you say Johnny Mnemonic? Johnny jo- Mnemonic. Oh my God. Now I can't say it because you. I know. I always say it wrong and I always say it Johnny wrong. Johnny Mnemonic. It's Johnny yep. Mnemonic. 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 You become Matthew McConaughey. There's a dolphin in that movie with nodes coming out of its head and made me sad as a kid because I thought it was a real dolphin. It's been years <laughs> since I see that movie. We could be tired of thinking about it. How many times did you play a character named Johnny? <laughs> Too many. A few times, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Filmhouse, everybody. This week's episode is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Got my friends Elise and James and uh-huh. Funhouse guy Adam here. I'm here. Uh, this week, uh, we are dedicating uh, to Filmhouse's Man of the Year, the most wholesome person alive, a real-life moral paragon, and everyone's, Spacey. <laughs> um. everyone's favorite internet boyfriend, <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Damn, mm, so close. Wow. Do you want to do Kevin Spacey instead, Adam? One, I mean, if we could just erase the last year... Would, Maybe mm, more, because no. I'm pretty sure the crimes... Okay, five years. Alleged crimes were right, Ten years, fine. Did you know 22 that, years. Yeah. How many more do you need? Did you know that Keanu Reeves them, and Kevin Spacey are the same age? That are might be really? true. No, I don't know. I just <laughs> okay. guessed. So Keanu I is 54. Have a fun connecting fact. Which is fucking nuts. Keanu is 54. How old's Kevin Spacey? Can we let's figure see, that let's out see. really Probably quick? Probably 52. Spacey cast here. Yeah. I don't know why we're looking at Kevin Spacey. Who, yeah, who gives a shit? You. Um, it was yours. Yeah, I'm 59. 59. So, Pretty damn close. So they're, he, Keanu and that troglodyte are almost the same age. Yeah. <laughs> far far less Worlds uh, diverge. sexual advances from Keanu. Uh, are you bringing this up because of cyberpunk? Uh, honestly, just generally, he's been popping. He's had a, quite a year, quite mm-hmm. a summer. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in the zeitgeist. He's in the zeitgeist, and like for a good reason. He's not some shitty sexual predator. That or, we are aware of. Well... <laughs> He we seems like an down. all-around great Keep your dude. secrets, Keanu Reeves. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're, all the secrets are out there. It's filled with tragedy. Man, this yeah, trailer yeah. really yeah. makes me want to go back and play Sekiro. <laughs> <laughs> has anyone seen 47 running? Mm-mm. No, it had Skull Guy in it, right? From the Lady yeah, Gaga music Skull video. Boy. Yeah, Skull Boy. Yeah, R.I.P. Skull Boy. Yeah, Is that his real name? Yeah, he killed himself. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, we're sorry not to bring, sure. Sorry to bring it down. We don't know. Eh, we know. He back fell. to Kevin Spacey. So anyway, no, but Keanu, uh, he he seems to be an all around great guy, and in the news for you know being humble and down to earth, but, and not taking advantage of people. Uh, but why the heck are we talking about him today? Hmm. We just told well, you, Zeitgeist yeah. is in all these uh, things. We, we got a podcast, kind of always, right? I think Keanu Reeves is hitting at an inter- at a time where. Oh, I see what you mean, Skullface. Yeah, Skullface. Yeah. yeah, thank you for noticing. Uh, there, there is a, a weird shift happening in entertainment where. You're supposed to be able to separate the art from the artist, mm-hmm. and more and more people are basically saying, no, yeah. be one and the same. Mm-hmm. And so I think people like the fact that Keanu Reeves is sort of a character. He's a very, very humble character, but people will not be able to separate anything Keanu Reeves does in real life versus uh, a film that he's Do in. you think you have to separate the art from the artist? No. no. I, I get it's what easier Adam, not to. I think what Adam's saying yeah. is we used to live in the culture of you don't get any glimpses. Like, yeah. if you think about the 40s and 50s, like, massive movie stars, you had no you had no idea oh, what yeah. their life was. Absolutely. They you were thought monsters. it was glamour and glitz and glamour Palm all Springs. the time. Every, it, it, you only saw the small glimmers into their existence mm-hmm. that you wanted to see. Then it kind of drifted more into, like, 70s, 80s, 
Now, with information and the spread of information, television, you can find Talk out. Talk shows. You, now we have the <coughs> paparazzos. You move into the 90s, Twitter you accounts. got your, your, your Benefers, and you know, oh. you're kind of like following yeah. these romances and stuff, where again, the only spice a, few, goes. a few decades earlier, is like, he's what a heartthrob. Meanwhile, yeah. he's completely 100% gay. Like, yeah, your yeah. classic Hollywood starlets yeah. were inaccessible. You only saw them on Oscar night. You only yeah. saw Clark Gable. Yeah. Clark, Clark Gable wasn't going on Johnny Carson. Yeah. You know, maybe but, late in life. Who knows? But, but. now we've moved into the hyper-information age where it's social media is, it's, now you have to be good on screen and off screen. Your persona has to be 24-7 and Keanu Reeves is interesting. I, I would actually theorize he's he seems like a pretty just regularly normal yeah. good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think people are so uh, fixated on him because he didn't really share any of that that much. He wasn't no. one of those super open celebrities. He didn't choose the limelight. And he, he didn't even pull like a Leonardo DiCaprio where like he doesn't really choose the limelight either. But when you do see him, he's on a yacht banging supermodels. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like That's Keanu Reeves is like, when you do see him, he's sitting in a park bench eating a sandwich. Right. And I think he's also part of a, a group of actors that I think there's very few, uh, you can probably put him in this category, but like the Arnold Schwarzenegger types or Tom Cruise or like Sean Connery, where after a while they just play themselves, mm-hmm. even like Denzel Washington to a point. Like, mm-hmm. But I think Keanu Reeves is probably the most likable mm-hmm. of all those people where you're like, when he's just playing himself, even that, what was that movie? Uh, Call Me Your Maybe or whatever. The Always Netflix. Be My oh, yeah. Maybe. Always Be My, yeah. yeah. He, there's a scene in that movie where he literally just plays himself, but it is a caricature of yeah. himself. And I think that's kind of what people want. Like he can just walk into a movie and they're not going to be like, oh, it's that character John Wick. They're going to go, oh, it's Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Just kind of doing his thing. We've seen that like Bill Murray in Zombieland playing himself. Zachary Levi and Bloodfest, or she's Bloodfest playing himself. Mm-hmm. Um, I would I would argue that Keanu Reeves uh, maybe at the start of his career dipped a little bit more into the limelight. He's yeah. ha- he had some high profile romances. Mm-hmm. He you know Winona you can you can look and see picture yeah you can look and see pictures of him with partying with River Phoenix. I would argue that maybe Keanu is someone in his older age that has been influenced by, you know, what's happened to him over his life. Yeah, he's, and, had, a, he's had a tragic past. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Tell us more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you guys know about this stuff? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I guess our, our well audience known. might not. But yeah, so uh, his father left, left him when he was three, you know, kind of sad. Uh, sister has been battling leukemia for the last 10 years. Um, you were talking about River Phoenix, who was yeah. his best friend at the time, had been in a couple of movies with him, OD'd mm-hmm. on a Coke, heroin, and Valium cocktail. Um, the real tragedy comes in when uh, he had a stillborn daughter in 1999 with his then-girlfriend, uh, was it Jennifer Syme, uh, who's David Lynch's assistant. But yeah, So they had a stillborn daughter after eight months, and then just about a year and a half later, Jennifer died in a mm-hmm. car accident. She's probably a DUI. Um, she was on drugs uh, for antidepressants from that stillbirth, I'm sure. Right. Um, but crashed into some cars, went flying out of her car window and died. So a lot of tragedy in a couple of years that it seemed to humble the guy. Um, that, I guess that stillbirth happened right when he was filming The Matrix, too. Mm. Um, and I guess ever since has avoided serious relationships or the thought of having kids. Does he say that? Yeah. Hmm. To you Admi- only, admittedly, though. so yeah. he had a tweet yeah. not too long ago where he said that he's like, "Ever since I've avoided the thought oh, of having yeah. kids or, or real serious relationships." I mean, for the longest time, he was the the joke of yeah. Hollywood because he was 
you know, it's the Bill and Ted guy. Mm-hmm. Let's put him in a Bram Ugh. Stroker. Uh, Bram Stroker. <laughs> well, and there was this opinion that he couldn't act, which was yeah. pretty yeah. prevalent. Yeah. I I mean, God, I hate – don't want to be a total D-bag. I don't think he's a great actor. I think he's a great character. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, like, he hasn't really done it. Like, honestly, the – the I keep forgetting the name of the movie. Sorry, be my maybe. What's it called? Always, Always be my maybe. Always be my maybe. He's actually really good in that. But then it's because he's playing a yeah, it's a caricature hyper, for yeah, sure. Yeah, he's doing a cartoon version of himself, but he he plays it really well. Yeah, like I mean, I wouldn't say there's anything in the Matrix where I was like, man, his acting blew me away. But he was perfect for he that. He was perfect role. for yeah. Neo though. He's yeah. per- he's perfect for Neo. He's perfect for John Wick. Like he just he is like quintessential. Like, it's almost like a, a video game character that you play as. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you project yourself on him. You're like, yeah. man, they, that guy's doing so many cool things, but there's nothing really that like I feel strongly about his uh, personality one way or the other. Do they call that a cipher or something like that? Where mm-hmm. where the main character is so blank that allows you to project yourself into them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, yeah, not the discount. Like he's obviously a hardworking guy and he puts care. And he, he, actually, he always picks really interesting well, projects. I was going to say his big thing is he, I think he does the stuff he wants to do. Yeah. You know how Shaq like for the longest time that he only endorses products that he would actually use and it was like always really successful for him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, or like he only invests in things and he apparently Shaq apparently made a lot of money that way yeah. um, I think Keanu Reeves gives off the vibe that he only does projects because he either wants to work with someone on the project or he likes the idea of the project there's, there's something about it it's never just like a paycheck yeah. or even like a career advancement thing which in his defense really only started happening after the matrix matrix when he became filthy rich for the rest of his days mm-hmm. like the m- amount of money he would have made off that trilogy is enough to obscene. keep any human being going for the rest of their days along those but, lines there there are several times where he's he's turned like given up some of his money to get someone else in a yeah. movie. Yeah, like yeah. in the replacements, he gave up like a million dollars to get Gene Hackman in, mm-hmm. and uh, he also similar donates a lot, I believe, yeah. too. Well, Devil's he Advocate, of, he gave up a lot of his his money um, so they would cast Pacino. Yeah, you hear about him buying like crew uh, raincoats and stuff, yeah, motorcycles. Yeah. yeah, his his good doing has has gone so far that there's urban legends now yeah. about it. Like I guess people said he gave up a bunch of his money for the Matrix stunt team, and I, don't I guess think that was not, an urban legend. I think that's it not was, really true. It was yeah, they they reported it was like seventy million dollars or something because he got some fat bonus from all those. He got some sweet deal, but he gave it all to the special effects and some people. He's like, Supposedly. That's what I, I mean, it was, there was a report. I well, I if nothing know. else, just a rumor. Or? He, yeah. he oh. basically allowed his stunt man to create a film franchise yeah. by signing on to John Wick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, so, I mean, he clearly treats his time on set, or at least it would indicate that he treats his time on set and in these movies as like social Friendships and like making connections with people, whereas other performers and actors have a reputation for keeping their place and not crossing the lines and yeah. you know mm-hmm. above the line and yeah, where well, they yeah. sit. And uh, I, yeah, I, I mean, I you get the impression that maybe he's the person on set that knows like the grip's name. Yeah, and yeah. you know he's he's kind of a pro- an approachable person. Yeah, yeah. Rides, rides the subway to work yeah. instead of a black car. Gives up his seat on the subway. I mean, so does Ed Begley Jr. He rides his bike everywhere trying to save the environment. No one, no one does his podcast uh, about I, him. Everyone talks about I Next think, week, um, Ed Begley. Yeah. There's, oh, okay. a, there's that seat of him. There's that video of him giving up his seat on the subway. Mm-hmm. Um, but it all, 
which is a very genuine, generous gesture and chivalrous, but it, it always makes me kind of feel uncomfortable because I can't tell if he realizes he's being filmed hmm. and that makes him feel uncomfortable too. Like, a because too voyeuristic? It, it's, a little, it's a little too invasive to me. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not crazy about it. I think it's like, it's really cool and it's, it's great to see him doing that, but it, it's a little bit he's, invasive. He's Subway like, time, private time. One of the yeah. few celebrities who feels like he's benefited from invasions of privacy, mm-hmm. like, because like really the turn for him was that meme yeah. of him sad sitting Keanu. on sad Keanu sitting on the park bench, right? Yeah. Like yeah. that was like the big, if we're talking zeitgeist, zeitgeist turn for this him guy. was yeah. was him sitting on a park bench, which I'm sure all of us have done at some oh, point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's Stared also him just like of- it just like I mean maybe he just like forgot his his phone is dying like <laughs> or like he he's like shit I forgot a book yeah. or whatever like finishing up his sandwich and then he's going to go back to plowing right. some chick. We don't know, but someone <laughs> caught this and then put it up there. Yeah. yeah. And then that's like, oh, well, we know everything we need to know about this person based off this image. And it's like, not necessarily. And also that was an invasion of his privacy. <laughs> it is. And it's also like you are inferring a lot from just seeing mm-hmm. him on a bench, yeah. passive, and then being like, oh, he's sad. And like nobody you know, supported Kirk Cameron after he had a sad subway party. Well, Nobody yeah, was like... <laughs> reputation preceded him. <laughs> He's got some other stuff going Keanu on. Keanu didn't give yeah. the public enough to go on that when this image came out, they were like, maybe. It's kind of like um, Brendan Fraser, mm-hmm. right? Uh-huh. Like, I don't know who he is or what he does. So when something comes out and you're like, oh, maybe he's really sad, you might believe it. Whereas <laughs> if it's Kirk Cameron who like won't shut the fuck up or like, you know... right. You know, I, I think I said this before on another podcast a while ago, and I like didn't I didn't want the discussion to go down this route or anything like that. But like, there is something to be said about someone who's a public figure and kind of keeping their politics out of it, or yeah. keeping like their personal. I don't know. I think he, Cannery's one of those guys who just sort of like he does things through action. He's like, I like motorcycles. He's not going to go start a motorcycle convention and tell everyone why motorcycles are cool. He's going to start his own company. Yeah. And build motorcycles, and so it's just like because he digs it. Yeah, it just sort of like he just seems like an organic kind of guy. Where like he's like, I don't know, I guess real dude, right? Yeah. So he's just gonna do what he likes. There was that one story about that that plane that got like rerouted or whatever. Did you guys see this? Mm-hmm. And Keanu was on it, and they all had to get on a bus, and oh, he was yeah. like regaling everyone on the bus with stories and stuff. Well, and didn't he just like, keep everyone. Up? He just like yeah. paid for a bus. Ticket paid for everyone's bus. Ticket. Uh, maybe you can look at the story oh, and we yeah, can yeah. check out the specifics of it, Dan. But especially it, it's in, like yeah, yeah, he searched Keanu like flight bus. Some, <laughs> sure yeah, someone up. like was filming it the entire time or something like that. Yeah, so but like, he was like super charming. Yeah, and uh, also if you want good photos of celebrities eating by themselves, look up Jake Gyllenhaal eating. Oh yeah, or just celebrities eating. It, here's the other thing: no one looks good eating. And no one looks good when you're just taking the picture of them from <laughs> yeah. half a mile away. <laughs> and they're yeah. like, I don't know. There's, uh. Yeah. I mean, I totally understand why celebrities wear the same clothes all the time to devalue their paparazzi photos. And they leak their own photos and shit because mm-hmm. they don't want they want to take the power out of someone else. Like, like Michael Jackson when he had that release mm-hmm. that photo of himself in the deprivation tank or yeah. whatever, <laughs> or the iron lung. But yeah, people were posting videos of like me on this bus with Keanu and he's, mm-hmm. you know, really animated, which you don't see Keanu Reeves, I feel like, much in his later life. 
being mm-hmm. super no, he's, animated. He's very stoic. Very also, stoic, but he's you know he's telling these you, stories and he's making everybody laugh. Yeah, you got the gist of the story from what I can tell. You got yeah. a bus of yeah. people to Burbank. Yeah, there's that <laughs> probably that Instagram story. Uh, that's yeah. pretty awesome. Also, shout out to what you said earlier in the show. Uh, Replacements is a damn good movie. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah it, is. it is. It's fun for like kind of a weird, obscure football movie starring Keanu Reeves. It came out at a Gene weird Hacken. time too, where I felt like we were all pretty jaded on sports films. Yeah, it's and it's kind of a feel good movie in a weird way. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, it's like one of Gene Hackman's last films. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's great in it. There's a uh, like a sumo wrestler I think who's also like a defensive lineman. You know Gene Hackman's last film was. Yeah, it was an Eagle Eye. Yeah. No, the other one. I'm sorry, Conspiracy Theory, right? No, I think of after that. Oh, because I know he did some Lowe's commercials. Pretty sure for a while. I know what it is. <laughs> World Hackman Time Moms is the second to last. Oh, welcome. It's not. It's not welcome. Isn't Newport, it welcome is to Mooseport? Yes. Oh, that's yeah. too bad. Yeah. I mean, it would put me down too. <laughs> Never saw it. I don't know. I, <laughs> I saw it. Did they put him down like a horse? No, I'm just no, saying he, it's shitty. He, he quit. Isn't it yeah. Ray Romano? It's Ray Romano and Gene Hackman, oh, if I recall. Gene, Gene, <laughs> Gene. Welcome to Mooseport. Sorry. So we were t- we were talking about Keanu kind of playing himself mm-hmm. in later years. Yeah. I think despite that, he's got a lot of iconic characters and roles. Uh-huh. I th- um, but again, I think it's because we like Keanu. Yeah? We like the public perception of Keanu. You think that's why his roles are iconic? I I mean, wh- okay, so, so let's list, can we think okay. of his iconic roles? Yeah, because I'll tell sure. you two of my, my two favorite Keanu movies, I think, are He's, Speed and Point Break. Okay. Point and break. I would say there's nothing to differentiate between his characters and <laughs> no, either of those films. And Tom Cruise, this is symptomatic of Tom Cruise's career. So it's not it's not that it's it's exclusive to Keanu. It happens. Mm-hmm. Actors, they, no, yeah. they play a type and they get typecast and that's what they do. But I could not tell you a difference between yeah, those yeah. Could, It could be the same guy. Jack, yeah. Jack Reacher is John Ethan Hunt on Day Off or, or yeah. on Day Quill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like him on vacation. Like, yeah. what does Ethan do when he's not with the rest of the team? He becomes Jack Reacher. Yeah. And it's like, who cares? Um, yeah, you're right. It's just they do nothing physically different to the actor. They look the same because that's also part of a marketing thing where they're like, don't change them too much. But Ken will still pick weird roles like Landlord and Neon Demon. Oh, he's yeah. Like, <laughs> he's in that movie. Yeah, and he, he plays a complete asshole, but, like, no one remembers that because no one saw the movie. Which is weird because, like, are there Keanu roles that people remember that aren't pretty much him being him? I mean, I would say Ted, Ted? in Bill and Ted. This is kind of the yeah. more out there. He's, like, the only one, but then that's still that's fed young into Keanu your perception too. of, like, I if you're going to do a Keanu Reeves Keanu. impression, you're probably going to do... Like well, that's why everyone laughed hybrid in the Matrix, Matrix so when, he, when he did he did the whoa. whoa. Everyone's like, ha because Keanu Reeves is a bad actor and he's just a surfer nerd. And like, I I mean I think that was just a good line read, but that was like I remember my my mom was sort of like of that ilk, where it's like, oh, because that's his thing. That's what he does. It's, I guess it was like a callback it's in like John Schwarzenegger. It's like a Baby. like he has to say some sort of surf lingo, right? thing. That's his yeah. thing, but. I mean, let's be fair. When you see Lawrence Fisher make that jump, he's not in the best shape. You, you're now understanding <laughs> whoa, whoa. what you go. You, yeah. Whoa! I don't. I mean, what do you say? Like, good golly! You know, like, you say whoa. It's just also his delivery is perfect, and everyone laughed at it. It was fun. Just give him a break, Jesus, guys. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. Apparently, um, K- 
Keanu and Winona Ryder got married for real during this movie. Mm. Neither of them knew that yeah. until recently. This that movie you're referring to Bram Stoker's Dracula. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Sorry, neither audio listeners. Them knew that? They didn't know that. That uh, Francis Ford Coppola confirmed that he hired a real Romanian priest to do the ceremony. And in their master shot, their long shot, he filmed, he did the entire wedding ceremony. Okay, so, so that's not how, yeah, that is not how marriage, works. marriage works now. It's not? Nope, nope. Just because it's a real priest doesn't mean anything. And they say the actual, words? I think it's that's how a ceremony works. It's Transylvania not. Sure. This is like that episode of Full House where one of Jesse's weird Greek cousins comes to visit. Mm-hmm. And then falls in love with DJ, and then he's like, "Can you walk around the table with me once?" And she's like, "Sure." And then she does. He's like, "We're married now." And I'm like, "That sucks." Yeah. And they're like, "What are we gonna do?" And I'm like, "You ignore it, mm-hmm. and you send the kid back to Greece." So you're, you're telling me two U.S. citizens uh, went to tra- or uh, Romania Romanian? or whatever. I don't know. Where they they, they shot, shot it. it on set. Uh, <laughs> they had a wedding ceremony that they shot on film. Mm-hmm. They didn't sign any legal documentation, mm-hmm. but now they're married. Gotcha. Wow. Yeah. Shocking. Gary Oldman ring It's a good story. Foolish. It is a good lie. Yeah, yes. it's a great... Like, I am with Adam. That's a yeah, great lie. Yeah, that's fine. I just remember because... So you think it's a document that makes the wedding official? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Dan, you should know who's married. Also, <laughs> oh, like, when, when you and Julie went to the courthouse at Santa Barbara or whatever, and you're like... You have to fill out all the paperwork first. What? Where do you think? Well, you don't. You don't know Romanian law. What if? In, what if? All so you they're need married is in Romania, say, which no. means nothing. Only there. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So whenever. Yeah. <laughs> whenever. Whenever they're there, they have to respect one another's common law, or I don't know. He gets farmland or something. I don't know what they do there. What happens in Romania is severely oppressed by the Romanian government mm-hmm. and stays okay. in Romania. Yeah. Oh yeah, that part too. <laughs> I think they have a, a section. This is getting off topic here, but. Um, I remember when Ricky and Elliot went for like a Dracula Untold, like or, or they did some like presser. Ricky and Elliot from Friends Internet of the Today. Channel Internet Today. Yeah. yeah, they they sh- they were telling me about how they got a tour of Transylvania, which is just like a Romanian village, but then they showed the courthouse, and or they have like a a, a wall outside this courthouse where they executed the like prime minister or whatever he oh. was. But basically, like once communism fell, they're like it's the it's the fastest court trial in history where they're like you may sit down guilty and they just take him out back and shoot him <laughs> in the head and they're like and this is where oh, it fuck. happened yay opa and it's like okay cool cool yeah. is their claim to fame anyway Dracula lived there Ricky and Elliot legally married in Romania yes well, and <laughs> only yeah. having seen the wall you don't have Keanu out there to protect you on the internet you need to look to ExpressVPN to protect your privacy today we know you guys any chance you get to shop online and avoid human interaction you take it but I'm sure you don't consider all of the times this puts your information in danger of hackers and techno bums. I know it's in my history, and I sure don't want the wrong person getting their cyber mitts on any of it. With ExpressVPN, you don't have to worry about strangers and creeps getting a hold of your most valuable online information. If a hacker discovers your information online, they can spend your money and access your shopping accounts. ExpressVPN encrypts your internet data, preventing others from diddling your information over the network. It gives me peace of mind when I'm shopping online. With the fastest speeds and servers in 94 countries, ExpressVPN is the market-leading VPN for locking up your data. Unlike us, they don't care if you're an Apple or an Android. They have apps for every device. With one click, you can use the internet without any restrictions. Securely stream or download content from anywhere, anytime. For $7 a month with a 30-day money-back guarantee, ExpressVPN will protect your online secrets. While I'm using ExpressVPN, I don't have to worry about who may be lurking on the public Wi-Fi. I can shop and download what I want, when I want, with zero stranger danger. So take back your internet privacy today and find out how you can get three months free by clicking the link in the description. 
expressvpn.com slash filmhouse. Take back your privacy today with ExpressVPN. And thanks, ExpressVPN, for bringing us here to talk about Keanu, uh, our new favorite guy. Probably the um, easiest thing in the world to do. So what was Johnny Manon- Mnemonic? Johnny Mnemonic. Oh, man. He was a living hard drive. He yeah. stored information in his brain hole. He's like a smuggler, like a drug smuggler. But So he has to basically lose all his memories mm-hmm. and then have them download into his brain. He has to sm- smuggle them from, what, Newark? Well, he, he What's was, in his memory that he's he was smuggle? He would basically curry information. So, like, access codes or, like, the, the knock list from the <laughs> Mission Impossible movies or whatever, like, <laughs> yeah. or whatever it is, some guys would download this information and then they would, he would be the courier. So that way he's going, but he doesn't actually have anything. He doesn't have any resources or right. whatever. So like he can't get checked because it's all in his brain. But then I'm guessing he has something that's like super important. Yes. It, it gets into like sort of a strange days yes. uh, mm-hmm. plot line where they're like, like you didn't tell me what I was smuggling. Yeah. And then the, he, there's a whole bunch of action scenes and, I think Ice Cube's in there. Or no, Ice-T, sorry. Mm-hmm. Ice-T's there. It's mm-hmm. it's a weird freaking movie, but glad he picked it because it's, it's, <laughs> it's odd as balls. Yeah. It's good stuff. Uh, also pre-Matrix, he was picking these like weird cyberpunk yeah. things. I think he was like off of speed. Not the movie, not the drug. <laughs> also, he chose and not to do Speed Two. Yeah. He Gave chose not to do Speed Two. Eleven million dollars to not do Speed Two. Good on him. So he could tour with his band and go be Hamlet in Manitoba. Is it Dog Star? Is yeah, his band? Dog yeah. Star. I remember that because I remember when in the when he came out and he was in a band and, and we were all like, "What? Yeah, what is this movie?" There is this documentary, <laughs> What's in Knock Knock, Eli Roth, where his family goes away. It's a, yeah, Knock Knock, where his family goes away for the weekend and he bangs two teenagers. <laughs> Is it a horror movie? I think so. They yeah. like turns on him. Oh, I'm I'm guessing because uh, Eli Roth is like, could you imagine a crazy scenario where like you bang two girls in your house and then they don't leave you alone? Or like, that's all these specific Eli. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. Why yeah. would you? You seem to really enjoy making this movie. Yeah, I think it was Eli Roth. Yep. yep. Hey, wow. I was just guessing. Remember when he? Fuck. There was some romantic comedy that he was in. Where he played Lake House? Diane Keaton's love interest. Was Diane Keaton's love interest? I'd oh. play Diane Keaton's love interest. Was it Sabrina? There's a good chance. Anyway. No, it's not Sabrina. Um, not the Lake House? No, after the Lake House, probably. He's actually been in a surprising, <laughs> surprising amount of things. Yeah. He's been in a lot of stuff. No. But a lot. some of it you look at and you're like, what is that? What was it? What am I thinking of? Wow. Uh. How many actually on, I'm, on IMDb? How many movies does it say he's actually been in? Do you want me to count them? as an actor? No, they so put a number shows, next to it. Shows Ninety-nine credits as an actor. Uh, uh, just shy one hundred. He'll get it with John Wick Four or Bill my and own Ted. Private Idaho. <laughs> oh yeah, that movie. <laughs> that was fun. That was with River, right? I think so. Right? No, or maybe it was. He's I've got seen, a complex resume. I've seen a lot of these yeah, movies. Where he, done. but here's the thing. Shout out to the casting directors that go, Keanu would be perfect for this. <laughs> and then he is. Because well, that's also a very important part of it. I've said this before, but like I like the John Wick movies. Yeah. Not not I mean, they're great action movies. I actually enjoy them and they have a like, really kind of interesting story, but it's it's sort of the opposite or it's it's a, sorry, the the bizarro version of what Adam Sandler does with his movies. There's like me and my friends are gonna go film this Hawaiian getaway. We're gonna mm-hmm. film our vacation, we're gonna do some shitty improv. In between, and we'll get a movie out of it, and mm-hmm. the studio's going to give us a bunch of money, and middle America's going to go see this. Keanu Reeves goes, I'm going to make these 
action movies with all the people who I enjoyed working with well, through the years. It's going to be really well, hard work. Keanu yeah. Reeves like, I'm going to make this, I'm going to help this stunt team make this movie they want to make because right. if I'm not in it, they won't get the budget that they need yeah. to make the movie. But then <laughs> yeah. really weird too, like, hey, Halle Berry, what are you doing? She's like, not much. Career's kind of a downswing. Cool. Be in a lead in this action movie with me well, or have, have a, have a we'll supporting. We'll give you some dogs. Um, yeah. That, that was actually really awesome. That the seems dog awesome. stunts. Yeah. He, dog stunts. Dogtown. He's in something's got to give, and uh, all I remember <laughs> is that isn't he like He's Diane? Something's oh Diane Keaton's boyfriend or something, and then she leaves him for Jack Nichols. You're <laughs> 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 like what? Oh, Jack he's a doctor, Nicholson. right? He's like a sexy doctor who she hmm. comes in to visit, and he's kind of like like, hey, what's going on? Like, and she's like, is this possible? He's like, it is because I don't her, see right? age. I don't know. I don't remember if he bangs her, but I think she like it's something that's like, well, I didn't realize people could be interested in me again. You also get to see uh, Diane Keaton naked in that movie. You get to. Ooh. You yeah. get to. You're rewarded. You say you have to. Oh man, a no. walk in the clouds. I've seen you, so many of these. The Feeling weird. Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's but it's a good point I mean, to Keanu Reeves's. Yeah, resume, he's been a heartthrob. Like, oh shit! There was a like, time where it was like, no, Keanu's a romantic lead. Now I don't think as much. I don't know. You know we'll he's an see. action star. Well, you're, you're all missing. The, oh, the gift is a great movie. Gift's pretty good, but you're all you're all discounting the the most important movie he ever did, Little Buddha. <laughs> he looks so, crazy. Anyway, Never saw it. It's a story about a, a white kid who's <laughs> chosen to be the reincarnation of Buddha, and then he's learning about Buddha a la Stan from that Scientology episode of uh, South Park. Oh Jesus, yeah. he looks crazy. And, wow. Wait, is that mm, oh my like God. gods of Egypt? Yeah, and so they keep going like. Did you know Buddha did this? And then it shows Buddha going around mm-hmm. doing his stuff. And that's All the right. truth of Buddha. Picked this rip Bridget half Fonda. American Japanese dude. Uh, okay. Oh, Chris Isaac. That was back when Chris Isaac was trying to make a film career. It's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. It's always weird, the movies. Your parents are like, let's get this from the library this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Little Buddha. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll watch it four times because... You have nothing else to watch on your VHS player? Is that a rocket doodle for the eighth time? So. Yeah. But here's the thing. It doesn't seem like audiences are the only people noticing Keanu Reeves. Oh, yeah, Speed. Solid segue. Yeah. Jack, Jack Traven and Speed. No, um, I guess very recently Keanu's been making some uh, headlines because people will pull apart everything that Kevin Feige says. Um, and he admits that they've been trying to get Keanu in a Marvel film for a while. Yeah, I saw um, that. Would he be a good Adam Warlock is what Elise is asking. We already have Adam Warlock. Who is it? It's Zac uh, Efron. Some is it really? <laughs> oh, that was the rumor. Is or that is real? It, is it approved? Let's undo it. I don't know if it's been cast. Mm. Yeah, you're the big Adam but Warlock. But I saw I saw this 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 Kevin Feige thing about Keanu, and he's mm. like, we always look for a part for Keanu. Sure. I'm but sure, Keanu yeah. turns him down. Because yeah. they're trying to get fucking everyone in that shit. Why wouldn't they? Yeah, they got more so, money than they could ever spend. So that is that a is that a weird problem though? So going back to the whole like, could you see Tom Cruise playing a Marvel mm. superhero? It would have the, to be a really tongue in cheek. Be a really old yeah, it, sad man. It would have to be, I think, like what he did in Tropic Thunder, where he did uh, a goofy, silly thing. It would have to be Tom Cruise. That's what I'm saying. That doesn't even to, look like Tom Cruise. Still the it had to be like a um, Jeff Goldblum as goofy role. Other than Jeff Goldblum, has there been a casting in a Marvel movie that felt like they just wanted the actor? I mean, I would say Robert Downey Jr. 
well, coming off of Sherlock Holmes. But I mean, he what? was no. kind of, like, <laughs> that was, that was Robert was for Sherlock. I think, like, yeah. Robert Jan- Downey Jr., in hindsight, is like, of course. But I think that was a, was a John Favreau going, yeah. like, no, I think he's the right one. I think he's clean right. now. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't that he was a hot item and then they were trying to get him oh, for this movie. Hot no. in certain parts. Like, yeah. it was afterwards with Sherlock um, Holmes and then everything he did afterwards that it was like... Yeah, that was his... That, that was the whole thing. I think it was Kiss Kiss Bang Bang before that and it was a bunch of small and roles. And like, Darkly. Yeah, but I mean, R- Robert Downey Jr. was sort of a joke in the industry yeah. and then... Yeah. That, no, so, no, no, don't yeah. explain. I was just yeah. goofing around. No, no, no. no. <laughs> so, you have to explain I'm just saying, like, all of them. We should get back to what, we, what uh, Keanu would do. I, I would say... Let's pass Keanu and Josh Brolin. Josh uh, he's been no. an actor for however long. Yeah, I mean, they also made him. I mean, I okay, I guess I could see that. When was No Country for Old Men compared <laughs> to Avengers? Because Josh Brolin was that was his comeback kind of, but even then, yeah. it wasn't like he became comeback from what massive yeah. leading man. That was his coming. Yeah, what are you talking about? He was big in the nineties. You was he Goonies? Come on, I mean, what movie? I don't think anyone was like that. Josh Brolin killed it. They said, "Oh, the brother." It's Barbara Streisand's son you're talking about. I don't know him. <laughs> uh, but no, I just, I, that's one of those problems where I think the actor, it, it, we're already seeing it with cyberpunk because that it's sort of that thing when like Ken Reeves comes out, it's very distracting. It eclipses. You're like, oh, I'm, don't get me wrong. Love him. I think he's great. Um, but it is sort of distracting when you're playing cyberpunk, which is, our, mm-hmm. we saw the gameplay demo and it's like, it's a pretty immersive world. And, go, and then also there's Keanu Reeves, which in a weird way takes you out of it. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. But he is perfect for the role. The, the unfortunate thing is he, he has just become too popular in a way that it now has become distracting. My thing with cyberpunk is I was like, oh, that's cool. But I always fear the where it goes from there, which is when people stop thinking about what makes sense. Keanu Reeves in cyberpunk makes sense. For me, like Adam said, probably going to be a little distracting. Um, but well, especially because they have his, his exact face, right? It, will, it is him. I yeah. will I will get over it. I just don't like the idea of it made a lot it made a big splash and now Reese Witherspoon's PR agent is going we got to get you in a game. Yeah. And then it's never it's never going to yeah. be the kind of perfect storm that Keanu Reeves in Cyberpunk is. It's just going to be other things. And now it's going to be a lot of actors who are already rich and successful mm-hmm. finding their way into video games, which means now we're going to have, this is getting off on a tangent, but now a whole new tier of people that are getting paid infinitely more than the people making the games, mm-hmm. which is not the solution. Right. Well, yeah, like Kojima's upcoming game looks like he just cast actors, and as that's the role. and that's pretty yeah. distracting. Well, yeah. and apparently he's not even using the voices. Yeah, he's also using them as like meat puppets, like at least for Guillermo and Nicholas Winding or whatever. Yeah, like he just ha- captured their likeness. Yeah, and I, then I think someone else is playing them. I hope that Keanu is not opening a the floodgates for this to become a trend because I, I will not enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, I mean I, it happened with animated movies. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and it's terrible. And I don't like it. It doesn't there, matter at all. Right? Um, there was I forget her name. Is it Lindsay something? I forget her. Oh, Lindsay, Lindsay Wagner. Is that the that's one? That's in she, that's in uh, Death Stranding. No, no, no. Sorry, I was they talking like about a, the um, Lindsay Death Ellis. Stranding? I think she does the uh, she has a YouTube channel. Oh she, yeah, yeah. She did a really great video about um, sort of how Disney fucked everything when they made Aladdin Mm -hmm. using Robin Williams and sort of having the actor eclipse the product that they're in and then you see it later with things like Fishtail and all these other things where it's like starring Will Smith with a fish that looks like Will Smith fucked it the most Toy Story 
Not really. Toy though. Story One had Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks, Tim. Every single person in it was a name. Yeah. Every single person. Yes, but Aladdin was the one that tipped the. I, Aladdin was. On I got all that, but like that's just after Toy Robin? Story. It was like every single person cast, and this cannot just be some person who's right, it, who that, has the right voice well, for this. And it came out around the same time, but that's like when the shift started happening. Where it was so like uh, to your point, like what I don't want to happen is like. It's sort of like when the name Stephen King is bigger than the name of the book that you're buying, because mm-hmm. it's like it's just gonna say Keanu Reeves, cyberpunk. Dean Koontz. I've read a few <laughs> Dean Koontz books and they're not bad. I, I think that gets to a, a problem, kind of with f- the film industry in general. Is people know actors' names, they know Keanu, they know Tom Cruise, and that is bigger than any filmmaker's name. The people that are actually making the movie get mm-hmm. lost in the shuffle, and you know, general American or general world person sees an actor's name there go that's what i like that's what mm, i want sure and i think that's why it took off in the animation industry and probably why it'll take off in the games industry too is, Which, is because people just give so much clout to actors well, for the quality of a it film just, it's going to be the kind of situation where overtime isn't getting paid people are getting crunched people are getting their ass blasted with all this extra work on the dev side and when they go to their executives they're going to be like the executives say but there's no money yeah. Now we're going to have the exact same games, only somehow, magically, we found an extra $15 million to get, uh, you know, Renee Zellweger in this game. And I'm like, <laughs> that, Good that would very much piss me off. So, like, my, I don't know if it will happen as deeply in the gaming industry, in video games, only because if you look at a campaign of a game, you're looking at maybe at least eight to 10 hours versus maybe a two hour max movie. And I think that people can buy into uh, celebrity recognition to a movie more than they can with a game because there's a lot more factors that need you sticking around for 10 hours and that need you to spend $65 on a game versus $15 on a movie ticket. Like you might say like, yeah, I like Jennifer Aniston. I'll pay $15 to go see a movie just because I like Jennifer Aniston. But I think you look at a lot more for a game than just, oh, I like Keanu, so I'm going to get cyberpunk. I, I will say like, I did watch the Netflix murder mystery movie, the Adam Sandler and mm-hmm. Jennifer Aniston. I watched it the day it came out um, because, oh. <laughs> and I, I like, but I will say that I would feel ashamed except Netflix said 30 million people watched it too. Mm-hmm. Um, we like could there be were, lying. Yeah, it beat mm-hmm. Bird Box um, for their, their highest view point, I guess. And I think it, for me, I was like, this seems very harmless. Like it's two people that are charismatic, seem charismatic together. Um, yeah, I can dump, I can put this on while I'm folding laundry and dump, you know, 90 minutes into it. So you're engaged th- is what you said. <laughs> I was, I was as engaged as I thought I would be for, okay. cause I haven't watched any of the new Adam Sandler movies in like, I don't know, 10 years. So I was like, oh, this is just pleasant well, fodder, but I would not look at like a Jennifer Aniston, Adam Sandler, Nintendogs sequel and think I'm going <laughs> to buy that. I just think. The problem is I don't know that consumers are always the ones making these decisions. True. I think it's no, executives it's, who it's, teams. it's and marketing teams that who, don't know. who don't know and want their job to be absolutely as easy as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we also live in the era of brands, which is why we have Angel Has Fallen, the, th- the, the trilogy <laughs> completing third film in the Has Fallen franchise, which, by the way, I started watching Olympus Has Fallen on Netflix, and it is trash. Mm-hmm. It's garbage. Yes. And it's also like Next question. weird glorifying of violence, like complete it's like it's just so far from what Die Hard was, which mm-hmm. it when you think about That's that what genre. Trying to do. But um 
But anyway, uh, I just think we live in the world of brands. I think Keanu's a good brand, but I don't think uh, most people are good at delineating between good brand mm-hmm. and just uh, something that is known. I think that, yeah, you might see an upswing in like gaming studios trying to put names into their games, but I think they'll get like a newspaper on the snout and that will be over. <laughs> like, I, I think, I you know, it's so. something that you've seen over the years anyway. I, th- well, I think, um, like, Cyberpunk, not to get stuck on this one too much, but that is an organic, like, pairing. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Yeah. Can't, like, no one went, boo, bad, bad combo. Mm-hmm. The problem is th- when you have the other, other companies or the one, they, they're all just sort of like me too's. And yeah. they're like, I want to do that as well. Who can, like James saying, who can we get? Yeah. And, and it, I don't think I don't think the right lesson is learned there. When Cyberpunk's going to do super well, everyone's going to go, oh, because Keanu Reeves is in it. It's like, well, no, this is like, these two, he would probably do it anyway because it's just something yeah. that he's into. And it's not new. Like, you know, Michael K. Williams or whatever was in, was it Black Ops 2 years ago? I don't remember what game Call he was Duty's in. Call of Duty's been getting celebrity since um, yeah. the first one. I think they had so, Jason Statham. And also, like, we just played Until Dawn, which has... Peyton Penetier and a Rami Malek Oscar winner, Peter Stormare. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can I say more? Um, but I mean, don't. those games, were, those games in some ways are mimicking movies too. Sure, they're like yeah. following in the footsteps. Ellen of Page the, and an, what's his different industry, game, David Cage. But like, yeah. well, not Call of Duty. I, my 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 ultimate fear, and I think I said this on another podcast at some point, or just told you guys, but like The Simpsons did this, and it it bummed me out. When it used to be they'd bring on a celebrity and they would do something really interesting. So Phil Hartman, he was also just sort of a regular, but you would have um, Danny DeVito come in. And they're like, we could have him come in as Danny DeVito or it could be Homer's long lost brother who built a car Mm -hmm. that fails. And then he comes back later to build uh, another device that babies can use to talk. And you're like, what that? Like, wildly creative. They found a a really good character for this, this actor to do, but they played to their strengths. And then at some point, seasons later, they had like... Uh, was it Mel Gibson come in and it was just Mel Gibson and they're like Mel Gibson and you go got it yeah. you're out of ideas Hi, you Homer. Can't, yeah you can't come you're up with bankrupt. like sure of course in this wacky world we've created celebrities will now hang out they did the smartest thing ever with Michael Jackson or like there was really? a bunch of legal reasons why they couldn't have Michael Jackson in it and said they had a, a character where people are unsure whether that was actually Michael Jackson in the episode or not may he rest in peace that pervert um, but regardless I'm just I'm afraid that video games will go they'll be like the game will be less important, and they're saying like, we got a big get, a la Kevin Spacey and in, uh, in Infinite Warfare, or Infinity <laughs> Warfare, or whatever. They, yeah, one of those Call of Duties. Speeds that you can. There's also a certain self-fulfilling prophecy on it, where I doubt that we're going to see big name celebrities in small games, like these small independent games, which are where they could maybe actually use that stuff. They're mm-hmm. going to be in these high-profile games. They're going to be in Assassin's Creed or whatever. And then they're going to sell well anyway, and then it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, it didn't matter. If you didn't have Keanu, again, I think is a good fit for Cyberpunk. But if he wasn't in Cyberpunk, I don't think it would sell any less copies no. than it will with Keanu Reeves in it. Oh, I forgot that Jeff Daniels is in Speed. <laughs> oh, yeah. He gets <laughs> shot. Shit. By um, Keanu the hostage. Reeves. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I love Speed. I lo- yeah. I, it's the first it's Keanu movie, movie I ever saw. I think it might have been. I saw Bill and Ted back in the day. I saw this in theaters, so probably the first movie in theaters I saw. Yeah. I owned it on VHS. It was a birthday present I got <laughs> from a friend up the street. Mm. It was great. Oh, wow. I think I, I, think I watched it until the tape ran out. Yeah. <laughs> I get wore Speed's down. so good. Yeah, he got, he got blacklisted by Fox for not doing the sequel. Really? Yeah. Well, 
Did, I'm they, sure. did they see the sequel? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, Jason Patrick will be twice the actor yeah. you'll ever be. You know? <laughs> and the man. We, yeah. Looped with, here? A, with a villain like, who's it? It's the Green Goblin, right? He's in it. It's Willem Dafoe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he uses leeches to suck the bad. He's got bad blood. Is that a true thing? So he uses leeches, yeah. Oh. Man, what a what an idea that was. <laughs> Anyway. Uh, so let's let's cast Keanu in, in Marvel films. Oh, Ain't yeah. gonna happen, okay. brother. He, he wanted to be Wolverine. Can't do it since he was don't a kid. Oh, yeah, see it. a little I too old that. now. Maybe don't see it necessarily. I don't know. It's really hard because he is such a Keanu Reeves. I have seen people throw around Adam Warlock. Yeah. I've seen people throw around Mr. Fantastic, and I think that's Which, literally because yeah. they're just looking at images of him in a beard. Yeah. I cannot imagine him. You don't ever see him as like any of the brilliant emoting that Mr. Fantastic <laughs> would do. I think a good Mr. Fantastic is someone who's like on the spectrum. Like you get someone who like is clearly, you know, kind of on the Too spectrum smart. or like uh-huh. like so you get a little bit of diversity in there. He's mm-hmm. functional but kind of an asshole. He's just something and I think that would be a good and he would not he's too relatable. Yeah. Mr. Fantastic is dealing with issues in his mind that are far beyond whether or not he should hold the elevator for I, someone. I think you do a Guy Pierce situation with him and you make him a villain make for one guy. movie and that's it. What Why about Silver Surfer? What, what's the point? It's going to be a CGI character anyway. Ah, damn it. I think yeah. we bring back Lawrence Fishburne. Like, hey, Galactus. Yeah, he, Lawrence Fishburne can be Galactus again. He could be Silver <laughs> Surfer. It works out perfect. What about Namor? The Submariner. I still don't. I mean, unless it's in very different than the comics take on Namor. Yeah, because like, it's kind of like an arrogant... Because like even when John Wick is mad, he's just kind of like like scowling, mm-hmm. and then he beats people up. I he's feel a like pretty Namor big blank slate in those. Namor those is the kind of person who would monologue before kicking your yeah. ass, or monologue mm-hmm. whilst kicking your ass and gloating the whole time. Yeah, that doesn't seem like. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure someone probably has a, a better. Well, I mean, they might say and be like, "Oh wow, what a perfect fit!" But like, I just I can't see him playing anyone other than Professor X. It's just so weird. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't really have anything God, offhand. If you look at a list again. of deep stuff, maybe somewhere in the Guardians. I was going to say a Groot-type character world. or like a Rocket, well, like where he's I mean, just like the voice. Kurt Russell, his role in Guardians Volume 2 is like, okay, well, he's just pure Kurt Russell, mm-hmm. but it, it worked. He's a big bundle of... It woo-hoo. worked, but if someone was like, Kurt Russell's playing Ego, the living planet, I'd be like... Uh, I don't. <laughs> yeah. So I think whatever happens to Keanu, it would have to be if he ends up in that franchise, would have to be something like that, where it's like you would have never thought. Oh yeah, John Constantine. I mean, actually, yeah, not John, a bad movie. John, John, <laughs> John. Uh, He's playing a guy named John Rain in an upcoming show uh, called The Rain. He should be in a video game, but as the protagonist who you never see. <laughs> <laughs> this is all you see of Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. I just I haven't really seen anything mentioned that I thought would be a good fit. I just I don't I. Once again, I think like Cyberpunk, it's it would be even more distracting in a Marvel movie where it's like, well, now it's that's Keanu Reeves playing a, a person. I don't I don't see a a character on screen. Mm-hmm. So I just I think you you just avoid that mess as much as I, I mean, if there's something that he's really passionate about, like Ryan Reynolds was about Deadpool, where he's like. I want to make this thing happen, and I really care about this character. I want to do, like, I want to do something cool with it. Go for it. That's fine. But, but don't even, just throw him. Even into Ryan Reynolds, it's like if you look at Ryan Reynolds' resume, you're like, oh yeah, he's like Van Wilder is Deadpool in college. Like he's mm-hmm. 
breaking like the fourth wall in like some situations and he's yeah. you know he just is always yeah. getting through you know got an Indian friend got what an about, Indian friend <laughs> what about the watcher isn't he like a super stoic that guy with the giant head that watches everything in the Marvel Universe isn't Stan Lee one of the watchers oh oh no yeah the watcher yeah I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's not even like... I, I think you're think right. It'd be super distracting. Thing. But like, was Jude Law distracting in Captain Marvel? No, but who was he? He was just yeah. some guy. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe that's what he can be. I think that guy. would have to be where he fits in. <laughs> Did you just try to compare Jude Law to Keanu Reeves? Well, I was just thinking of... Original Lemony Snicket, <laughs> Jude Law, yes. as we all remember Thank him. You, Adam. <laughs> God damn it. Anyway. All mm-hmm. right. Heaven won't take him. Hell won't take. That's what I said about Constantine. Uh, oh, Earth needs him. <laughs> I'll throw it out there. It no, got it was fine. It got pegged when it first came out, but it's like I know because the Hellblazer fans were upset at it, and then people are like, "Boo, Keanu Reeves, he's terrible and everything." Christians are pissed off. They're always pissed off. Yeah, they they're mad about angels or gnomes now. Rapture's just not happening fast enough. So, what's your favorite John Wick movie, James? I mean, uh, John Wick one. Your Keanu Reeves. Oh, oh, Point Break probably. Mm. Yeah, same. I really like Point Break. I really like the first Matrix, but something is just like about the setting of Point Break. It's just like God, the or- it's so good. The original Fast and the Furious, and the, yeah, the narrative of it. I feel like is like they Johnny, somehow Utah. managed to create a genre. Like it's mm. like almost a trope. The falling in love with the bad guys mm-hmm. kind of thing, mm. being enamored with it. It's I just fucking love Point Break. Mixing uh, actions with. Uh, robberies again, and, and a charismatic criminal. If we're talking about <laughs> Sorry, the evolution, the <laughs> evolution of the action genre. Like that was pitched at the time as being like this is pure action movie. We're gonna have people in their Extreme. seats, and then you yeah. compare that to Olympus Has Fallen, which is just fucking trash. Mm-hmm. That five times the budget probably really really bothers me where things have gone. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, speed, speed, okay. speed man. Yeah, yeah. Speed is infinitely rewatchable, and mm-hmm. it's. A perfectly paced movie. Uh, it's so damn good. I've I've seen it more times than probably The Matrix. What's his name in that movie? Doesn't matter. John Speed, I guess. Jack something. Jack Traven. Yeah. yeah. Goes, you Jack. Said it, you said it earlier. Jack. Yeah. And he's, I'm not crazy. I'm eccentric. Yeah, that's interesting. It's Speed and Point Break. Yeah. They're the Keanu movies that I've seen more than any of them. Recorded on VHS mm. from TV. From TV. Yeah. Nice. Um. So there's the Dennis Hopper line in Speed. Uh, that always got uh, blurred for, or no, it got changed for TV. Oh, you oh, also okay. never got to see the woman go under the bus. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, when I first saw it, it was because my uncle, who was a young and cool uncle, had shown it to us. Mm-hmm. So I did see the woman go under the bus <laughs> when I was copy, like seven yeah. or eight or whatever. In your copy, it's but just then, an explosion, and then she's yeah, gone. Yeah, when, the when we recorded it off of TV, and you, says, you don't have that. Ice hole. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. No, no, yeah, it's that one I in Yippee Kaye, Mister yeah. Falcon. And uh, those are pretty good. Point Break was just like so good because also like really dug Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Like Patrick Swayze, you know, I I had seen Point Break first mm. and then learned that he like no he was a dancer <laughs> and I was like what <laughs> he's a surfer. Point Break's really interesting too. I I dare you to go back and rewatch it. Um, I went back and it, that's it, not a dare, but okay. Yeah. Well, no, like <laughs> in, in a weird, it. I in a weird way. Done. In a weird way. Maybe I should watch the Lori Blu-ray, Petty. But like, um, Remember Lori Petty's? I rented it? it and it it didn't age well. And I meant from a oh. I mean from a visual standpoint, like it looks like it was shot in sixteen millimeter film. Oh, Catherine, and you may be man. watching. It. So I have the Blu-ray. Uh huh. They cleaned it up. No. Oh, it's a <laughs> shitty. Tr- it's I think it's just a shitty transfer. Mm-hmm. I just don't know that that's the kind of movie that when they made it, they were like, we need to make sure we have all of the masters because we're going to have to go back to these film cells and preserve <laughs> yeah. it. 
The, what they did do, though, is the sound is amazing on the Blu-ray. Oh, yeah. They oh, clearly I'm, used a higher bit rate for the sound or um, something. I just remember, Jess had never seen it, and I'm like, oh, you got to watch Point Break. This is where, like, this is where Fast and the Furious get blah, blah, and we watched it, and I remember just looking at it like, it looks like shit. Like, it looks hmm. bad. Like, maybe it was just a bad DP. Well, or them and their just... masks was so scary to me when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was so present. scary to me. <laughs> yeah. This is a great movie. Anybody out there that hasn't seen Point Break, Definitely check yeah. her out. I mean, so the, every, or the, if you enjoy Fast and the Furious, you can see where it came from. I'm saying from. the performances, the soundtrack, the everything is on point. Break. The world. Oh, Gary Busey. Like yeah. they're yeah, Gar- Holy oh, yeah shit. Gary Busey's in it too. They're and just their their chemistry as yeah. friends mm-hmm. is awesome. just fantastic. It's so good. Yeah. I love oh, it. this I forgot it, about the what, fucking like skydiving. Yeah. It was extreme, man. Lori Petty's in it. Too. Lori Executive Petty, yeah. producer James Cameron. Free free will. Catherine Bigelow. Oh. Great movie. Yeah. It's such a good movie. Academy Award winner, Catherine yeah. Bigelow. Yeah, that's right. You know James Cameron helped with that one. He Why? Didn't. Why would you say that? Just Why would you say that? Well, because the whole story of Strange Days where it was like he tried to like kind of take credit for it in some weird mm-hmm. way where she's like Catherine Bigelow presents Strange Days and he's like, "Well, you know I wrote it." Me. <laughs> it's like, just fucking let her have something crazy. This this whole series kind of came out of nowhere. Point Break? No, sorry. I'm back on, I'm I looking think, at John Wick. Well, I think trailer. this this John Wick series is not to get a bound, but is this, this is the antithesis of Olympus Has Fallen. <laughs> this is, this is, why are we doing these massive, big, bloated action movies where you ultimately don't feel satisfied by the action. You can't see the action because it's just a big CG blur. And it doesn't, and, it, and ultimately you don't, yeah. by the end of it, you don't know the name of the main character and you don't care what, what they're doing. John Wick was a callback to those 80s and 90s action movies that were like hyper-focused and you walked away, you're like, man, I love Terminator or like, you know, like mm-hmm. John Connor, like you say all the, you know everything about the movie and you're so thrilled with the action. Yeah. You saw the third one, right, Adam? Yeah, loved it. It's really cool. It's they have dog stunts, which I think is really extreme, mm-hmm. um, and a couple of really great fight scenes, especially at the very beginning of the movie. There's uh, one in like an antique store mm-hmm. where they just it's keep the trailer, grabbing yeah. shit out of the the display windows. It, it's pretty incredible. It follows in a weird way, sort of the Jackie Chan philosophy of like good action. Mm-hmm. See it, and then also find the humor in it, uh, yeah, even yeah. though it's it's. Super violent. violent. It, it's yeah. some of the most violence yeah, I've ever. It's but extreme. you're constantly laughing at the stuff that's happening because it's so absurd. Yeah, and you know it's fake, but you're just like, d- d- like the amount of bodies that fall by the end of like it's just an action scene. Like the d- the the scene they do with the dogs with Halle Berry. It's so fucking good. And I don't know. I just these. I I want them to keep making these movies forever. Well, they the fourth one's coming out in two years, bud. Yeah, I I think that's fine. I just I love the fact that we're already. We already surpassed the Matrix trilogy in terms yeah. of like solid Keanu Reeves action movies, and who would have fucking thought it would be a movie called John Wick? <laughs> yeah. Kills a guy with a book. It's fucking awesome. That that opening fight scene is he, so, he's fighting a monster. That dude must be like seven and a half. It was like a tall. basketball player that he fights, and he's know. just he, the only thing he's using is a book. He's he's the yeah. other guy has to like crouch down to mm-hmm. even be close. I will say the movie towards the end kind of. You just get so desensitized to guys getting shot in the head and blood splurting out that it starts to wear on. It just kind of wears thin towards like towards the end of John Wick. It just, yeah, it just becomes too much. You're like, all right, I feel like that's all. How many movies. more people are going to get shot in the head? Yeah. And it, the answer is like a hundred. Oh, the producer of the town. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. That's why I'm going to go see this. I I will say this too about it was a John Wick two. For I like the this, town. I guess this this says something about I guess the movie in general. It's really good at doing. 
uh, action, but then also there's this really interesting story that's sort of a subtext going on. The but little then weird world that they're They in. set up a lot, this really interesting world, world with a lot of interesting rules, and they do a thing at the end of the second one that I audibly gasped in the theater because I understood everything that was happening. And I'm like, oh, my God, there's so much implications to this, and it's going to change everything in the third one. And it just made for a really interesting premise for the third movie. Can so. you replay how you gasped? <gasps> Whoa. Like just like that. <laughs> wow. Someone like, excuse I, me, sir, keep it down. Please. I think I did want to like in the movie. I I try not to make noises during films or whatever. But like John Wick, I'm constantly laughing out loud after the stuff, and it's almost because it's like so uncomfortable. You do the clap. Mm-hmm. No, I don't when clap. You laugh, you <laughs> I don't clap. But holy crap, that yeah. There was there was a lot of laughter at very violent things in the theater. I, saw. I mean, like the scene Dan was talking about earlier, where they're they're in an antique shop. There's a part where he's like building a gun real quick, so he can just fire off one bullet. But there's a part where they're you see in the trailer, you see that they, they're fighting each other. The one guy looks back, John Wick looks back, and they're just knives on either side. So they just elbow it, and then they're just throwing knives at each other. You're like, And then he's just throwing at his legs, at his legs, and he hits him like up all the way up his body. And you're just like, Jesus. Like, okay, cool. This is insane. But I love those movies. They're they're so good. Keep making them, please. Yeah. Uh, I thought I had a John Wick 3 trailer. Now let's watch that Knock Knock oh, well. trailer where he bangs those teenagers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about replicas? Sure. He's in some. He's in some stinkers for sure. Sure, I don't know. I don't want to talk about his failings. No. You're Either way, I'm not really? bored of, no. of Keanu Reeves. Yeah. I am happy for him. I like having yeah. him around. We get some more Bill and Ted. Mm-hmm. I think that's oh, yeah, exciting. Bill and Ted's coming. Actually, YouTube has. I think it's Bogus Journey is free right now. Mm-hmm. So if you've never seen any Bill and Ted, you can just go on YouTube and watch Bogus Journey for free. Mm-hmm. I've seen cool. that one the most yeah, of the too. two movies. I don't know why. Hanging out with cartoon. Death <laughs> and the cereal. <laughs> Bill and Ted was a hot property for two minutes. It really <laughs> was. It's really strange. Anyway, Rosita. it is pretty Marky strange. From Good topic, Dan. No, was, Thank you for uh, letting us talk about. Uh, San Dimas. San Dimas. Yeah. yeah, San Dimas uh, High School Football Rules. But yeah, fun change of pace. Talk about somebody out there that's awesome. I feel like so many celebrities and famous people are just being shitheads these days that it's cool that we have a, a nice, wonderful, humble man that takes the subway to work. As far as we know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, thanks for coming around this week to listen to us talk about Keanu. And thanks again to ExpressVPN for uh, sponsoring the episode this week. Um. Yeah. See you guys next week. We'll see you. Bye. Bye. Enjoy your Keanu weekend. <laughs> Go watch Point Break. He's in Toy Story this week. Fuck. Forgot about that. Uh, yeah.